Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ohio Mina Sun, what's up weebs and casuals alike? We are Baka and Company and we're here to provide you with a deep dive into all the random anime shows and movies we thought were interesting. We'll talk about both new and old, good and bad, and everything in between. On this show, we'll have myself, the Rum Raisin Ranger, Drew Tendo 64, the spicy sweet superhero, it's Frank Furter, Red Gelato, and the banana cream badass, it's Magically Average. I'm creamy all over. I hate that. And I immediately regret that. Yes. Yep. You, you, this is this is take two, and you still decided to tee him up for that. Jeez, Louise. Oh, yeah. I was going to say I was giving you a taste of my cream, but then I thought we would just get tagged. <laughs> so and I was working with the more PC I hate version. Everything about you. Anywho, what did we watch right. this week? We're, uh, well, we watched Love After World Domination. It was a Japanese manga series written by Hiroshi Noda, illustrated by Takahiro Wakamatsu. It was serialized by Kadansha over at, uh, well, their Shonen Weekly Monthly magazine. Wow, that's hard today. And it went from October 2019 all the way till this month, November 2022. The show itself was directed by Iwata Kazuya. He did six episodes on Bunny Girl. It was produced by Project Nine. Uh, they've done shows like And You Thought There Was Never a Girl Online and bottom-tier character Tomozaki. I didn't say this the first time, but I'll say it this time. I don't know what those shows are. I've never seen them. I, and, I watched uh, a bottom-tier character Tomozaki. It was okay. I feel like I've watched um, And You Thought There Was Never a Girl Online, but I don't really remember. Maybe I do. I don't know. The only thing that I know... It's all a blur. Yeah, the only thing I know that I've seen by them other than this show is Higahiro, and that's it. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's it. I was about to say, 
I the only show that I actually know by them though is my step my stepmom's daughter is my ex, which I think you watched that, Tyler. Yeah, I'd still have to finish it, but yeah. Hmm. I was thinking about picking up that one. It's kind of there on my like back burner kind of second tier list of stuff I would like to watch, but I'm not currently watching. Uh, but if you haven't guessed it already, uh, the plot for this show is a Super Sentai show. It's mainly about our fearless red leader, Fudo, and his beautiful love interest, Desumi, the Reaper Princess, which uh, they have like a secret relationship they're dating, and it eventually becomes not so secret, and they have wild adventures on how that has to go and how they have to try and hide it from their quote-unquote bosses. Uh, the characters that we have for the Gelato 5 are Fudo. He's our love-struck uh, Red Ranger leader. Uh, we have Hayato, uh, who is Gelato Blue. He's kind of like the, the fancy pretty boy who's trying to hit on all the women. We have Misaki, the older big sister who always has a beer. She's Gelato Yellow. Diego, uh, Gelato Green. He's like the cool, calm, karate uh, guy. We have Haru, the Gelato Pink Ranger. She is their newest member. She's kind of like um, an idol-type character, and she has previous connections to Desimi. And then we have the ever so crackpot loving i don't know he's just weird that sentence got away from me but we got big gelato he's like dr light if dr light did a lot of drugs so uh real quick did y'all watch really this? did y'all watch the subbed or dubbed by the way i did half and half so i watched some episode i watched the early episodes in subs and then i switched to dubs to finish it off so i watched the entire things in dubs and i thought actually the the voice acting was good but uh what yeah. stood out to me most is um Desimi's voice actress because she has such a noticeable like voice it's it's very mm -hmm. like, you could pick it out of a crowd she's in so many shows that i've watched this year there's only two shows she's been in six and there's only two i haven't watched which one of them is parallel world pharmacy and the other was data live four but she was in Remake Our Life, which I watched the dubs for that, and she was great in that. But it was also so fucking weird to hear her voice in that after watching this. And then um, she was also in Heroines Run the Show, which I watched the subs for that, but I'm now interested in rewatching it for to see what character she really played in that. But the biggest surprise to me is that she is the voice actress for Pucci, uh, Pochita in Chainsaw Man. <laughs> oh how the mighty have fallen <laughs> <laughs> one day you're a lovable character the next you're the reaper princess so Desmi, she's a schoolgirl. she has a part-time job as a mid-level boss uh, uh part of the secret society gecko our evil villain group uh her quote-unquote best friends is her cat helco little furry best friend uh, and then she, another interesting fact is they all kind of go to school together. So all the other princesses, like Beast Princess, Steel Princess, Blood Princess, like they're all kind of in the same high school setting, which I, I found pretty fun because they had to tie their normal lives somehow. Yeah, they came up with like a weird excuse for that, where it's like the mob villain boss of Gecko was like, I just want them all to be in one centralized location to keep track of them. 
nothing else. Also, <laughs> yeah. they all live together. Nothing weird about that either. Nope. Not it's not like I'm watching. It's Always just watching. <laughs> it's just progressively getting creepier. The yeah. one uh, one of the moments I really in. Oh, God, just stop encouraging him. Cream. Hold the cream. I swear. So frothy. Anywho, what were you saying, <laughs> Drew, that I cut you off? No, that's all right. That was I was very enjoyable. Um, I like that Decimi is like a career, uh, or sorry, a family career villain, where her dad was just a regular henchman, and her mom looks to be like she's in 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 the evil organization in some aspect, and they're all like cheering her on to go up the corporate ladder. And here well, wasn't she is, her just dad caring, just like wasn't her dad a, like a minion? Because yeah, he he, was, yeah. he, yeah. he showed off his cool. He showed off his cool acrobatic roles and 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 death moves how to by take, death like, moves punch. i mean how to die yeah how yeah to, and feign yeah fake fake dying slash pretending to be dead like playing dead yeah he was the ultimate, just like hard ass but like oh i'm gonna get my ass beat so let me uh let me figure out how to make it hurt as less as possible <laughs> or as as least as possible least as possible i'm doing I feel the like there was again. another show I watched where it was a similar situation where they normalized like heroes and villains and so much so like the families were all for both sides. Like you had you had those that were like, I'm teaching my children how to grow up to be the next supreme villain and then vice versa. But I can't I can't remember the show off the top of my head. It yeah, might be the monster development. No. I can't remember though. No, I don't think so. That one was more so there was a girl that worked in a lab and she tried to make the ultimate monster to take are down you, like Sentai. Are you man people. are you mansplaining? Yes, like I, I didn't watch it. <laughs> yes, yes, like I, I didn't watch the show. Did you watch the show? I did. I don't remember that. I thought we would have talked more about it if you did. Well you need I to just, do is we push just up both <laughs> Go Yeah. We just I think we just both kind of tapered we, off of it because it wasn't both, we both that watched a very mid show. I think I finished it though. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah, sure I, I, I finished, finished it though. too. It was mid as can be, but it was whatever. Yeah, it wasn't that great. But no, I mean I, I liked the concept with Love After World Domination though. Um because it's it's more of a like all the tropey elements of those older hero shows like Power Rangers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and stuff like that, or like you you just have the constant state of heroes fighting villains and nothing ever ends and you're like why can't they just kill them or arrest them or like you know obliterate them they have the technology and it's like well no we can't because they're our mortal enemy it's like yeah i know so just fucking get rid of them they're like but then what do we do with our lives <laughs> had those weird elements of like of that and i'm like yeah oh, that's kind of goofy that was my I biggest like nitpick is that they would like one would defeat the other and they neither the villain would kill the hero nor the hero would like kill or arrest the villain and so what are they going to do next week on the next episode of dragon ball z i don't know they can go to gotham gotham has go a to the funeral of, they go they have a shit ton of fucking problems in gotham just invade the fucking dc universe and kill the joker next i don't know batman won't do that it. actually whoa that whoa, whoa. A very, hey. that's a morbid thought whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, tune, uh, tune in so. next week to decimi's funeral <laughs> they're all in attendance we haven't even really gotten oh, into boy. what the plot of the show is of just yeah, like... what is this show drew we're just talking well, nonsense it's about our fearless red leader fudo gelato red and how he has struck up a relationship with the reaper princess decimi and how they actually have to try and keep 
this relationship a secret and fail miserably multiple times. But the the fact that they create these giant battles, and I guess to answer Frank's question about why don't they arrest them, or even even Tyler's, is they don't arrest them because they have to keep going on dates. So Fudo and Decimi make these big explosions. They punch each other. People are flying everywhere. And they're like, oh, I have a secret weapon. I'm going to go get it. And he's like, don't worry, everyone. I'll follow her. And then they go on a date. They hold hands. and Or they just chill out, ask each other how their day was, share phone numbers, get embarrassed, and just have ridiculous sessions. But the the other aspect to that is after the fight's done, everyone's gone to lick their wounds. Gelatos are high-fiving. They're all cheering, having a great time. Um, they also have the slice of life part of it where Fudo tries to plan like the perfect date in one of the episodes for Decimi, except he's, he's never gone on a date. And the very like small tidbits of information he gets are like, do something you'll both enjoy. Do something that you will have fun doing. Eat something that is healthy and delicious. So he takes this extremely literally. And instead of like having a date and walking through the park, they go running, they go to a gym and work out. Uh, and then f instead of getting dinner, he just gives her <laughs> energy bars. And midway through, uh, he get he gets a call from Misaki yellow gelato, who was like, Oh no, when I told you all that stuff, I was drunk. Like this is actually what you should do. Like, don't listen, don't listen Go, go eat somewhere nice. I hope you're not feeding her energy bars. And he stares down. And he's got like this giant cooler backpack just stuck to the brim full of them. And he's like, what should I do? She's like, just have fun. He knows he done fucked up. Oh, yeah. And then also the cute resolution to that is he freaks out. He thinks she ran away. He's getting dumped. But no, she actually went to like her favorite like bubble tea shop. Is that where she goes? Yeah, that that makes makes sense. Sense. sure. We'll go with that. And then uh, it took it took too long because there was a lineup and that's why she's late. And it's this whole like sweet thing where misunderstanding and it's cute. And they had they, they, they understand uh, maybe this this will work and they're going to go on another date. And it's super cute. Yeah, easily can just be summed up as two awkward people who have never dated yes. before, but also have very strong physical powers. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's another thing, too, where we find out later on Decimi is just pretty much like the karate champion of Japan to a point where she actually shut down a dojo because she was kicking people's asses and knocked out the, the sensei. And we find out Daigo has like PTSD from it because he used to train with her. Yeah. Yeah. Which Daigo she, is I mean, green gelato. Yeah. She's basically the walking definition of like a... Just a walking cannonball of destruction. A human tank. Yeah, I think she even says the line when she's reminiscing about the past, where she's like, everything I touch breaks. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh God, that'd be terrifying to hear a small child say that to me. Yeah, yeah and they put her... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Frank. No, I was just going to say, yeah, just a wee bit. Yeah, and she goes to the place, the, the karate dojo the first time, and... Dago's like, oh, you can try your strongest punch on me, little one. And she like gets him right in the gut, and he's like, it's taking me all of my energy not to fall down right now. <laughs> Punches him into the fifth dimension. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, it was this show did a lot of kind of callback stuff ish, if you could call it that. It 
definitely played into the whole shtick of like two a hero and a villain dating they have extreme powers and they have to keep it a secret what crazy shenanigans can they come up with and it 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 got old a little bit but i will say though that the thing that carried it for me was their ability to introduce new jokes thankfully and not just rehash things over and over and over again but then also the delivery of the jokes i found myself laughing a lot at just like the timing of things like they'll be talking it'll be get quiet and then someone will just pop up real quick and it's just immediate fucking gut punches uppercut some stupid name for their punch they, combination and then they death. Like lock hands and they look like they're fighting but really they're just like i'm holding their hand yeah yeah there's one good sequence where uh red gelato pisses her off by saying something and so like they're fighting and it's been established previously that they through winking and uh other facial gestures they can signal to the other person their upcoming punches and kicks so that they can dodge them seamlessly well this time around because gelato being a high school kid red gelato uh and not really picking up on cues for when he's pissed off someone specifically a girl uh throws out a cue for what he's gonna do and reaper princess don't give a shit and just obliterates the fuck out of him like three different times and it's perfect so they, they do like even though they have a multiple scenes of them doing that there's one scene where he's in their hideout in the gecko hideout infiltrating and like she has to hide him real quick and there's like a timer pops up and like in the matter of like 1.2 seconds she flips him over onto the couch face up and sits on top of him like on his face that to which scene. like oh great great God. great job first off a, a nice nice like little sprinkle of uh, etchiness very very solid stuff there but like they did that they did the not picking up on so on uh signals and facial cues and fucking obliterating them they did a couple other ones where it's like someone catches them and they have to do something stupid so like even though they've they did it a couple of different times at least the delivery and manner in which they like yeah i guess quote-unquote executed the joke was it was different enough to where you're like okay this is still pretty funny yeah and it didn't get stale that like i've Eh. seen i've seen well it didn't get stale compared to other shows that i've seen where it's just the same shtick over and over and over again like um something to compare it to i suppose would be uh life lessons with uromichi sensei or senpai or whatever the fuck it is um like i enjoyed it you watch your mouth i enjoyed it however the jokes were very samey over and over again with minimal character development. While this, while the character development was fine, the jokes were fresh enough that I felt like it carried it better than the like another show. Like it, it the yeah. jokes were fresh to the point where, you know, it it was fine. But um, there really aren't many spoilers to talk about in this show. Like I feel like this is kind of one of those shows that like. Even if we tell you a funny bit, you're, it just comes out of left field that you're not going to really know when it happens until it happens. So, like, the whole bit with her having to, like, sit on his face, which was fucking hilarious. Oh, um, yeah. 
like that whole episode where he's just hiding out in her dorm and like the dad comes to visit too while he's coming like while he's visiting her and he's like you're trying to like propose to my like daughter or whatever be in a relationship with my daughter show me the worst you've got and they get into a fight but he that's where we find out that he used to be like an ex-henchman and he fucking just flops and flails everywhere and plays dead and it's just like, ah, yes, you're a great henchman. I, like, you know, I I give you permission as long as you're not red gelato or some shit. And it's just like, uh-oh. Like, the, I don't know. The jokes, they were great. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I really thought it was funny. The voice actors definitely did a good job on, on this uh, show for sure. Yeah. I, I think, though, my, my biggest complaint is sort of what you just stated in that there, there wasn't anything too spectacular that happened that like basically translates to there's no spoilers like I, I didn't there wasn't a lot of like oh my gosh tune in next week to find out it was yeah. all like goofy shit most of the time which i mean again it's enjoyable it's just one of those shows like you said earlier where you just kind of turn your brain off and go into a catatonic state and just watch and laugh and drool on yourself but yeah. like 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 the way they set up some of the 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 quote-unquote like serious uh tension periods of what's gonna happen next are they gonna have their relationship spoiled are they gonna have to break up whoa whoa no it all got resolved in like really kind of dumb manners like the first time they get found out by pink gelato she notices them and it's like this oh shit moment of like did she actually notice she's not saying anything uh next day comes she's they're like uh the suspense is killing me. Nothing's changed. What's going to happen to us? And then it's just a matter of like, oh, she likes red gelato as well. So then she fights Reaper princess for his love. And I'm like, eh, okay. And then it's like, lol, you beat me Reaper, Reaper princess. I guess I'm weak. I'll just have to deal with it. Ha ha ha. I'll be also, your lookout your secret, from now on. Yeah. I'll just be your lookout. And I'm like, okay, whatever. That's dumb. Like next time they get caught, it's, they well technically they don't get caught they go to like a beach and they just hang out as fudo and decimi not as red gelato and reaper princess so no one really knows who they actually are but even though like people are, can kind of put the dots together and then there's another time where this mysterious person gets a picture of them and is going to blackmail them and it's like oh no what's going to happen fudo you have to become my bitch basically and he's like no i can't because i love decimi too much and then the we find out that the person that's trying to blackmail them is is in love with Decimi. And oh, by the way, they're also the Heat Princess. And I'm like, eh, okay, whatever. Round the round, round <laughs> like the we go. Yeah, it, it, it's it became kind of apparent that there was never an issue of like, what's gonna happen if we get caught? It's just like, it just, slowly you realize like, oh, it's not about like, what if we get caught? It's just what stupid fucking outcome can we come up with to avoid this actually getting out and snowballing into an even worse situation? And most of the time it's just some dumb thing of like, I, I guess I'll just have to compete for her love too. Haha. -ha, don't let your guard down red gelato. Cause I heat princess. I'm going to win her over. He's like, okay. And then pink <laughs> gelato's like, I'll just be your lookout. Cause I'm too weak right now. Haha. -ha. That's like, okay. Like that came it, it kind of realized pretty early on, like, okay, this is 
purely just comedy. Like, don't don't think it's going to be anything more than just kind of slapstick comedy with a couple of like funny flashback moments and stuff like that. So yeah. again, enjoyable watch. Would I watch it again? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> like if I didn't have like, a new show to go to or you know like a, a dub while I'm working, I probably wouldn't watch it either. Probably wouldn't purchase it either. Um, but like, if I had nothing, yeah, I'd watch this again. I, I think that the comedy <laughs> oh, was shit. fine enough that I'd watch it again. If I had nothing, I'd watch Boca no Pico. But goddamn, oh, we have God. we have fucking stuff to watch. Thankfully, you were a not stupid argument. Oh man, why? If there was nothing else on this earth except that. No, if like, it was like, well, fuck it. You might as well I'm just saying watch it. That no. I've completely <laughs> caught. No, what I meant was, if I've completely caught up with everything that I've watched or wanted to watch, and I had to Frank, go back and watch something, I I would give this another Frank, watch. Frank, look at me. Look at me through your webcam. I am. You know that's never gonna happen. I know. That's you're why never, I'm you're never gonna catch. <laughs> I you probably just, won't just watch be it honest. Again. Be honest to yourself and everyone else. You're never going to watch it again. No exceptions. There's no situation in which in which you will ever turn that back on. Next year, just to prove you wrong, I will watch it again. You are. So does that mean that you're going to catch up on your entire watch list and watch everything that you have there? Yeah. No, but maybe. (laughs) Hey Google, (laughs) set a reminder one year from now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Set a reminder for uh, December thirty first, twenty twenty three, to kick Frank's ass for lying. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. I, I, mean, again, I yeah. accidentally triggered it. Hold on, guys. <laughs> oh, oh his phone's actually. I mean, yeah. Like him. currently, like I'm working my way through JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm on Yay. Stardust Crusaders. I'm nearly done. I think nice. I'm on episode forty-three or forty-four, something like that. Nice. So I'm I'm nearly done, and it's it's good, but it's frustrating because it's just like. Oh. The I, next arc is fantastic. Well, it's, I, I it's love, more so. Uh, it's more break. so what I ta- like texted you and you never replied to. Just like, when are they going to get to this care. point? So yeah, I know you don't, but it's okay. But back you to always this... whine and complain about stuff. Oh my dear sweet baby Jesus, let's get back to this he, show. Okay, wait. Well, time out. Hang on. No, okay. uh, Drew. He just real quick, just to fill Drew in, our our two D <sighs> overlord. Um, he was complaining because he's like, "Where's Dio? I want Dio. Where's oh my Dio, God. Daddy?" I'm like, dude, there's other fun stuff. Just shut up and watch. He's like, I want Dio, I Daddy. Wanna, I don't want to see, see the dog fight a bird. Like, and just give me Dio. They've been. You've been, hyping Dio. Up, you've been hyping up Dio for fucking forty some odd episodes. Just, just fucking forty episodes. You've been hyping up Dio since fucking the like second no, episode the return, of the return of Dio since like oh. the beginning of the season. It's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be patient. I have no. It's that. called edging. the payoff, Frank. The payoff. It's called edging, edging Frank. <laughs> you know that if you really watched JoJo's and you were a real JoJo's fan. Uh, golly, if I was a real JoJo's Anywho. fan and I had finished the series, I would have been sitting really in your lap at that theme park. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> Jesus, Drew's just like I don't know what stand. the fuck is going on. <laughs> I'm gonna get the eraser out and like just erase myself and my 2D ness. So just back to love after world we'll domination. Turn yourself into a paper airplane and fly away. Yeah, yeah uh, I, love if after only. World domination. Drew, what were what were your thoughts on this overall? Well, I thought Dio wasn't in it enough. So that's true. That's a very valid point. <laughs> I hate everything. I hate you all. 
I, I had fun. I, I went in expecting a little bit more substance, but that's fine. It it was it was a joy to watch. It was fun seeing the parallels of like their quote unquote like evil villain or sentai job is a, a quote unquote job that they do and they have to like go to school and do other things. Uh, I really had fun when the professor was doing or sorry big gelato was introducing new things like in the beach episode he talks about how their robot is 24 pieces or something the what did they call it uh robo, robo gelato or i forget yeah it, but, yeah but anyways so like the more? no that's when they combine no that's five. the weapon i don't know what the yeah i don't i'll look up what the other thing was called continue yeah they they add the 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 quirky like real life things I'm like do you know how much this shit costs by yeah. the way like do you know who pays the bills around here and then there was also like when they do the beach episode they introduce this part of the gelato robot and it's the left back shin it's like the calf muscle the boat yeah and they're like oh it's we're, we're test driving it it's also a submarine we're gonna have fun and he ignites himself shoots off fireworks and it it turns the the peach into like I don't know an enjoyable day for everyone. That was and probably my one of my favorite scenes was the beach. Yeah, because it's the I, I can't remember what the term is. It's always it's the when someone doesn't understand the full context of a situation and they have to interpret, but they always interpret it the most wrong way possible. Oblivious. Where like. No, not oblivious. It's like Beast Princess thinks that Destiny is beating the fuck out of Fudo. Yeah. Oh. And, and it's not. She's like playing around with him. Like he has him buried. She has him buried in the sand to his yeah, head. Yeah, she's misinterpreting it. Yeah. Yeah, she's misinterpreting everything. But the best part was when she's she's like, oh God, did she actually kill him? No, that couldn't be. And Destiny's like, hey, Beast Princess. And then just everything explodes behind her. And Beast Princess is like, holy shit, she actually did it. She killed them all. Jesus Christ, this person's ruthless. I, I think I laughed the most at that part. This again, delivery was like pretty pretty good. I I also really enjoyed I think the next episodes the uh Reaper Princess gets promoted and they're like, "Oh, by oh. the way, your promotion is we're going to fuse you with an animal." Yeah, you're going <laughs> to be a really sexy gorilla. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh god, I can't do this." And Beast Princess is like that arguably should be me. A, Yeah, it should be me. I should do it. I'm the Beast I Princess. <laughs> And that's also the is that also the infiltration mission where Fudo is going in to stop like some new weapon? No, I think that's okay, earlier. Okay, the infiltration okay, one yeah. is like earlier when he gets a face full of vag. Yeah, and um, he just sits there going, face full "It's of fine, everything's yeah. fine." And she's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." He's, He's like, like no, "No, don't be sorry." Said Dream, dreams came true. <laughs> when you wish yeah. upon a butt, um. But my overall feeling is very similar to Frank's. I will watch it again. I did have fun, but I'm not going to put this on a list of need to watch at all. If if it was the last show on Earth, by all means, it is something to turn your brain off of and watch. It's enjoyable, and it has very obvious like point A to point B plots with fun stuff in between yeah uh 
I wouldn't I don't know if I'd record recommend this show like if you yeah. need it like I'd recommend this show if you needed a show to like turn your brain off to and just enjoy something this would just be up that alley but like if you're wanting something serious or you're wanting like plot development this is not the show for you absolutely like, this is not just joke after joke after joke but they're kind of all samey jokes so if you're yeah. into that this is a it, great show I I would even argue though that you have like for me if, to recommend this show you'd have to be very specific if you want a sentai hero show based around a hero and a villain dating and there's also comedy involved then yes this is quite possibly the only show that fits the bill for all of that so here you go here's your one show but if you're like i want a comedy or i want to just see action and turn my brain off i probably still won't even recommend this show as like in even like a top 10 for any of those categories it again it's an enjoyable fun watch one time through but there's no point in watching it again. It doesn't have any like replay value. You're not going to go back and be like, oh, what are the things that I missed? Because it's, it's just going to be, you're like, oh, right. They just tell that joke a couple different times in different manners. Right. Forgot about that. Okay, cool. Glad I did this. So it, again, it, it was a fun ride, but it's mostly just that. You just one ride and that's it. Yeah. I guess the biggest, I wouldn't even say issue with the show. I think we've talked about it a few times where there's very logical responses to a lot of things. And I know it's anime. We should suspend our disbeliefs, but every once in a while, something will happen. And although the characters react a certain way, I looked at it and thought, wouldn't they put more effort into connecting those dots? There's with um, gelato yellow. She's, very in your face a lot of the time in into what she knows and how she knows certain things about Fudo and what's going on. But at one point I would just think she would lean over and be like, dude, I get it. Go have fun. Just, just don't, don't ruin the team. But I think, I think our opinion on this is just, it's a show to watch. It's a show you can have fun watching and it's a good show to just, maybe even a palate cleanser. If you've watched something that's too story heavy or something that's too gory or something that was too action packed, I, I would recommend this as just a show, just to watch. Yeah. And I, I was going to say, I see Tyler disagreeing. Nah, no, don't even No, palate, palate cleansers are, can be better than this. <laughs> no offense to this show, but no offense to palate cleansers. <laughs> No, palate cleansers is always good. Palate cleansers are helpful. You need yeah. those, but maybe maybe not love after world domination. Okay, I'll okay. I'll I'll say one final thing, and and then sure we can kind of wrap this up. But it to me, I like part of me would have loved to have learned more about like how you get into the gelato because there there's okay. apparently like a recruiting and some sort of like audition ish thing because they talk about that with pink gelato and. I'd like to learn maybe a little bit more about the back history of like Gecko, how things began, but they made it again, like very clear from the, from the like episode two, like we're not going to get into that shit. Oh. FYI, you're not going to learn anything about basically any other character other than Fudo and Decimi, Red Gelato and Reaper Princess. That's about all you're going to get. And I, I, they have a narrator that goes, allow me to explain. 
and he like comes in and talks about like a situation and he gets really fucking annoying after the 50th time of doing it in an episode and it's like i can get i know how to fucking read through the lines i understand social cues i get context man yeah. you don't have to explain it to me i feel like they were trying but to go like, with like a kaguya sama type narrator and it just didn't no work. they were they were trying to go for the old timey like superhero shows where it's like the like narration over what's happening in a battle or like what happened previously or like here's a flashback for what why this is happening blah blah like again i get it like it's another tropey element but it was very plainly clear from the moment this show began like hey it's just gonna be dumb action comedy and some really quirky moments and that's that's about all you're gonna get out of us you're not gonna get a lot of depth in your characters you're not going to get a lot of like backstory or lore behind these organizations you're not even going to get really much about you know who these people are outside of their roles out you know other than red gelato and reaper princess like you are just getting comedy superheroes and dumb fucking situations they put themselves in there you go have fun so you just again if you're looking for more don't come to the show hoping for it <laughs> it's very surface level so yes i guess as a wrap up i want to thank everyone for joining us today if you have suggestions on what we should watch next please send them our way by giving us a tweet at bakako podcast over on twitter as long as it's not on fire in a sinking ship but we will see what happens in the next few months he's referring to twitter, to twitter. he's referring to yes. twitter being not us not us no we're fine i was like i was like and We'll play taps. Everyone salute as we go down in the Bakako ship. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Have a good night, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Back up! Back up!